friends, Laura Johnson here from Tickle Life, and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And as always, I am joined by my incredible co-host, the Tickle Life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you today, Lulu? I'm fantastic. Happy end of November. Yes, happy end of November. And thank you so much for your patience while we had a brief pause with the show uh, Lulu and I were dealing with some stuff, and um, but we're back, and we are happy to be here, and we missed you dearly. So, yeah. so today, in the spirit of finishing Thanksgiving month and moving into the holiday season, we're going to talk about all the sexy things that we're thankful for. In this time of getting together and seeing friends and family, it's important to express gratitude and love to everyone, be supportive, and be kind to others. Absolutely. So, Lulu, what is one thing, one sexy thing you're thankful for? Um, That after cooking an amazing meal, that I can then be the amazing dessert <laughs> for my significant <laughs> other. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> so so you, and, you and husband celebrated with uh, some fun times after... Turkey I do all the cooking, and then after I don't have to do anything and just be a willing participant. <laughs> I that doesn't sound too bad. Yes. I'll have to lift the finger after that. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with all the fixings, here we are. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> That's cute. And what about you? Oh, great question. And by great question, I mean, I didn't prepare anything (laughs) before we started recording. So what is one sexy thing I'm thankful for? Well, I'm thankful to have friends who have hookups with all of the great sex toy companies and are willing to send me some fancy gifts from (laughs) Jiju. So... (laughs) In a, uh, hopefully in a couple of, um, in a couple of weeks, we'll be talking about, um, some really cool products from Jeju. And yeah, I get to test out two that Lulu sent me and I am very <laughs> thankful and excited to do so. <laughs> <laughs> and they are some really lovely products, really buttery soft. Mm. Shouts out to Jeju. Mm. Definitely mm-hmm. be in our show notes. <clears throat> 100%. Find the products. Because <laughs> they got. <laughs> okay what's another sexy thing you're thankful for that again um, my partner takes me as i am you know you know you get that um thanksgiving body if you ate (laughs) really really well and uh being thankful that the person that i'm with like me for how i am if i lose if i gain they still like (laughs) what they see that's beautiful it's so important (laughs) totally it's so important to have a partner who loves and respects you for who you are that helps bring out the best person you can be without 
trying to fundamentally change every single thing that makes you you. You know, there's like a lot of, I don't know, I guess depictions of people going through changes to win over a partner. And ultimately, like the best thing to do is be yourself. That is so true. When you see it, you're like, and who are you doing that for? Oh, well, my partner, they, you know, they saw something they like and they said, oh, maybe that'll look good on you. Um, no. <laughs> and then do you like it? No, but nah, nah, Shit, work, work with what you got. <laughs> I'm not Play-Doh. We're not going to try to... No, no, no. I'm good. If I'm doing it for myself, no problem. But no. No. And no one else should either. If they're not comfortable with it, if it's not something they wanted to do for themselves to feel whatever they want to feel for them, Mm -hmm. not for whatever other person thinks, I say no way. No way. Give somebody else some power over you. I I don't like that at all. Yeah, a hundred percent. If you find yourself having feeling like you have to mold yourself into a different person in order to appease your partner, you might want to examine what's going on with those dynamics. Uh, at least in my experience, when I've tried to, when I've had like a crush on someone, mm-hmm. I I often find myself like dumbing myself down, trying to shadow no. like hide my accomplishments or not you know, brag about the stuff that I've done and uh, no more to that, you know, like you don't have to be cocky about it, but I'm pretty proud of all the cool things that I've done in my life. And Absolutely. and I'm a smart person. So <laughs> deal with you know, it, man. Say, fuck em. That's right. That's right. That's, that's going to be a slogan for 2023. You don't like it? Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> so who cares? Yes. I like I that shit. I love that. Yeah, we got to get that on a sticker. I don't know. <laughs> a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, just not, you know, obviously we're talking about sexual thanksgivings, but what on your own sexually thanksgiving are you thankful for? Um, you know, for me, it's exploring new toys you know um i am not a big fan of internal toys that's just my preference but i'm giving a little world slowly but surely working some in taking our time with it going outside of my particular box because everyone's is different and you know just dabbling and you know different little things and seeing what works and what doesn't and if my first response to it maybe i've tried it before and it wasn't it if it's the same or if it has changed and making those notes and checking and rechecking those maybe no and left yes lists and uh, seeing what the difference has been. And I think that's really amazing for self-evaluation. That's great. Actually, that's a really, I really like that because your sexual tastes and preferences are not necessarily locked in and you can you know, maybe find a a toy or some sexual position or something that you didn't think you were interested in. And then you try right. it and you're like, oh, this feels much better than I thought it would. Right. And then you have to readjust because you may have decided like, oh, I would never do this thing. And then you do the thing and you're like, oh, that's <laughs> different. And I like it. <laughs> and that's okay. Exactly. It's completely okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
the best Absolutely. part of being, you know, being and, and learning about self. Anything for you in that category? Self, self. <sighs> well, not quite, but I actually, I mean, I guess yes and no. I think I've, I've done some reevaluation of my porn preferences. So Lust has Lust Cinema and X Confessions. They're both great, but um, I'm following X Confessions right now. And Hot Diggity Donuts, they've had some really good stuff recently. And I was like, oh, yeah, I rem- <laughs> this is the type of stuff that like feels good to watch. And it's, you know, all the performers are great. And there's like a lot of diversity in terms of body size and grease. It's, it's all really lovely. And nice storylines, like, gives you a little bit of a plot, but not too much, where it, like, distracts from the stuff, the other stuff you want to see. Right, um, right. Yeah, so I really love X Confessions, and yeah, they've just been, like, knocking it out of the park with all of their new content. I really have been enjoying myself. <laughs> nice. Well, you heard it here. You know, give it a try. See if it's something that you can put into your rotation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um you may find something that tickles your fancy also. Totally. I think it's it's important to explore different kinds of porn. Just when you see a lot of stuff that's like very much for the male gaze. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not it's not inherently bad. There's nothing inherently wrong, wrong with mainstream porn. That's not my argument. But there are certain tropes that are repeated in those videos and there's a certain like aggression that's a part of it and it's kind of nice to see something else where it's not even necessarily more or less romantic but there's a different type of chemistry that exists between the performers in x confessions versus like a mainstream video um it very much feels like they all know each other it feels like they have some kind of pre-existing relationship whether or not that's true in real life i don't know but it does feel like it's it's not just i'm here for a job and then i go yeah. home it feels very it, feel, it feels like it, you're you're watching like the sex scene from the hottest movie you've ever seen okay. or like you know there's chemistry between the actors and there's stuff going on it so it just kind of feels, feels like you've isolated relatable. The, feels more relatable Yes, yeah. And, like, you've isolated that steamy moment, you know, mm-hmm. that, like, replays in your head. So that's what I, I enjoy about it. And ethical, like, hopefully we'll have someone able to talk about ethical standards in pornography um, in the future. But basically, uh, you know, porn that, that you're paying for, companies that support performers' rights that are paying fairly, that have a set of standards and values that keep performers safe, you know, some of the well, the tube sites have kind of gone through a little bit of a revolution recently, but uh, we're like they've cleaned out a lot of the user uploaded stolen stuff, and now right. it's you know there are more ethical ways to use the tube sites, like supporting amateur performers on tube sites, um, so that they get you know income based on the views, or you're paying directly for that stuff. So yeah, again, like it's nothing's inherently good or bad. It's just you know, you want to know the values of the company that you're watching content from. Right. So being good. more cognizant of that. And so X Confessions has been my go-to for a while. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to be back in the X Confessions universe. It's good. All good right. Stuff. Yeah. Well, check it out if you haven't. 
I haven't yet. Uh, we'll give it a whirl and see uh, what I can find on there to have fun with. Mm-hmm. Like to something new. I like the um, more home feel myself. That comfort, comfort porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another good one for that would be Make Love Not Porn by Cindy mm-hmm. Gallup. And I haven't personally watched anything for, on Make Love Not Porn, but if you've heard of Cindy Gallup and you've seen her like TED Talk and just other things that she's done, she is so awesome and a huge supporter of like the sex tech industry and um, female founder companies and stuff. She's she's great. Anyway, um, so if but if you read like her guidelines on, you know, like the protections that are in place for people submitting the video, the pay cut. I think it's like a 50-50 split between the uh, person who's uploaded the video and, and the company. Um, okay. It's curated, so it's not just like any content gets on there. Um, it's got to you know meet certain standards of content. So it seems right. like a really great place to watch interesting, beautifully made, homemade videos, like real sex. So you might want to check that out. We'll, we'll pop a link in the show notes um, so you guys can see what's what. Mm-hmm. Take notes, everyone. Take notes. I hope everyone is doing, you know, some amazing sexual Thanksgiving shopping. The box still has a sale going on, in case you missed it. But, you know, we also want to talk about um, supporting small businesses, being thankful for those small businesses who want to build and, and grow with you all in the industry. We've had a, a company brand that was really big, just, you know, gone under. And it really kind of, I mean, seemed like it shaped people because, you know, this company was really huge. You don't really get into what it was. You can find the story about almost anywhere right now. And I just thought that was really shocking. It kind of, I'm not really even sure if it really came out of nowhere, but it was really, really surprising because they were in a lot of mainstream locations, you know, a lot of big name adult toy stores, a lot of even um, department stores, very high-end department stores. Mm-hmm. And so for them to just lose, you know, everything, it, it's just so crazy. So when you see small businesses really hustling, really trying to do something, you know, support them. They are working hard. Some of them are one, maybe two people running uh, operation that really calls for seven or eight people, nine or ten people, and are really pushing the envelope to get seen and to be heard and to get their message across. So um, <clears throat> on a sexual Thanksgiving, I am thankful that um, I still have amazing people who see me and see my company and see us growing and see us doing amazing things. And I am thankful for all of those blessings. So when you see someone out there doing the same, use their services or you promote them or you reshare something they're doing, believe me, I tell you, they're very thankful because you doing that will be getting them seen by somebody else that they may not have been able to reach otherwise. So I am (laughs) an acceptable mayor, thankful for those things in this space and time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, when you're supporting small businesses, particularly in the sexual well wellness space, you're probably going to get a more personalized experience. You're working with people who have, you know, direct relationships with different companies. So they're making sure that they're getting the best 
products that have high quality, that have good materials. You know, there's a lot of personal concern for their customer to make sure that, you know, they're providing the tools to have the most pleasurable experience. You know, there are some some big companies that do that too, but, you know, you're really going to get that one-to-one connection working with a small business. And, you know, the more small businesses we can support in the sexual wellness space, the better, because it also normalizes conversations about sex. Lulu and I have been in like the sex tech sphere for a while now and it's we hear a lot of the same arguments where people are suffering because they can't put their stuff out on social media or they're getting banned from social media so they don't even have a presence and they can't reach their target their target audiences so helping out a small business promoting their stuff on your end you know doing an unboxing video or something like that's always helpful um, even if it's just to like your small group of friends, that's 10 people that could be interested in getting another toy and you're making it, you're allowing people to talk about their sexuality, which I think is always a good thing to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you don't know how you may have helped that person, you know, because <clears throat> they may need that toy that now gives them you know, some kind of amazing release They they may have been waiting and looking for and they may have gone and tried and not have been able to find it or, you know, they now can get a one-on-one coaching or, you know, a personal shopper to help them really understand and find that perfect item for them or, you know, do some coaching on some other things um, in the sexual wellness space. So, you know, as we say, share it. It's free. Why not? <laughs> totally, totally. And that, that includes supporting your favorite podcasts. Hopefully, like this exactly, one. Exactly. <laughs> but any others as well. Um, Absolutely. <clears throat> and, and just kind of on a note with that, uh, we've gotten a couple of like user um, topic requests. So okay. we are actively trying to plan out, you know, next year's schedule and we want to make sure that we fit in some, those requests. So if you do have a topic that you'd like us to cover, like we are so open to that. <laughs> Uh, especially when Lulu and I get together and we're like, uh, what are we talking about for the next month? Like, well, you know. <laughs> but we got a that, December, so. Totally. And, uh, and not only that, it helps us like get inspired to um, find guests for particular topics because there's definitely stuff that we would love to cover, but we don't have the expertise in that field and we would want someone who has like training in that particular thing to really do like a deep dive for you guys so that you can Absolutely. get all of that information. I agree. 1000%. <laughs> and, you know, moving into the new year, we're going into December, but new year's right around the corner. We have better and better things coming for 2023. You know, the world's back opening up, so to speak. We are hoping it's at one point have some live interviews in person type things happening. Yes. <laughs> that would be really, really fun and awesome. Maybe and- Lulu and I will actually beat each other in person <laughs> at some point in 2023. <laughs> and the listener goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> right, yeah. Lulu and I have never actually met in person. So <laughs> we'd like to do we'd like to record in person one day. That would be yeah. awesome. <laughs> like embracing a lovely hug after almost three years now and, and yeah, you know, it really 
for the last three years. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Boy, time flies. Right? Um, but yeah, you know, we, we try to make all those things happen and then um, see how amazing that can be. So, you know, this was just a Thanksgiving um, episode. And, you know, I know I'm thankful for the journey that I've been on for quite some time in sexual wellness space. Not that I wanted pandemic, but um, a lot of great and amazing things have come out of that, mm-hmm. uh, including this uh, beautiful relationship with uh, Laura and I. And so I'm thankful for all of those things, all of those positive, amazing things that have happened because of that non-expiring, exciting thing that um, has taken us all into this turbulence of whirlwind that we seem to can't get out of. (laughs) Yeah, I I echo that. Um, I mean, yeah, the pandemic has been hell in so many ways, but finding the sexual wellness community and building these relationships, uh, building my relationship with Lulu and having this podcast and having an audience, like stuff that I I'd always wanted to do and and have and have a platform for this. And it all happened really because of the pandemic. And I'm just so thankful that like this community has been, is just so supportive top to bottom, just, you know, yes, there are people who have like overlapping ideas or, or, product designer whatever but i've just seen a lot of camaraderie within sexual wellness and within sex tech and i really am thankful for that and i love that and i think that's just a testament to how awesome this industry is and the change that they want to make in the world so i'm thankful to you lulu i'm thankful to our audience and i'm thankful to the sexual wellness and sex tech communities Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. We have one listener question for today. How can I prolong the climax? And they don't give a, a we don't know if they're a vulva owner or penis owner. So maybe if you could give some tips well, for both. I'll give actually a general. Perfect. <clears throat> so stamina training, stamina training, stamina training. Mm-hmm. Right. And so how that looks like, what does that look like? So for our penis owners. So if you begin to, um, masturbate right and you at a point of knowing you're going to climax stop wait count back about five six seconds till you kind of retract back from that and then start it up again and when you get to that point again stop again another five or six seconds let it come back down and go one more time and on that third time let it run and that'll give you some more longer sessions. Same thing for our vulva owners. Happy time, private time, masturbation time. When you're there having fun with a toy, with your hand, whatever you're going to use, and you get to that point, stop, bring it down, and go back at it again. And you can increase that, you know, instead of letting it fly on the third try, maybe on the fourth try. And it will build up for you as you keep trying to do that. I recommend a little stamina training maybe twice a month. And uh, I think you'll see a difference and you will be pleasantly surprised. And so will your partner or just for yourself. But it's definitely something you have to work at. And when you do, you will be definitely happy that you took the time to develop new sexual techniques on yourself for yourself and for your partner, but for yourself, really. 
So those are some tips that I give to my clients that I use myself. Um, and they are really fun. <laughs> I mean, speaking of episode topics, I think we need to do one on stamina training and edging. I think, yeah, everything I would uh, CC everything that you <laughs> that you said. I think that's great. You know, we also would encourage you to seek out a sex therapist or talk to your doctor if you feel like there's like under other underlying issues that are, um, you know, causing you to maybe climax earlier than you would like. I would also suggest just to kind of echo what you said about like maybe changing some things up. You know, if you're constantly using a toy, you might mm-hmm. want to shift to using your hand right. um, or or some other device that's not as intense um not that a a toy is going to like necessarily damage you or anything but you might take a bit longer to reach climax if you have to work a little bit harder to get there um at least i know in in my own experience i i used to use a toy all the time to reach climax and then i trained myself to use my hand and I find that those orgasms are more fulfilling sometimes than just a toy uh, because it takes longer to get there. And I can really just enjoy that full experience as opposed to like, yeah, I do love a good toy though. I'm not going to (laughs) knock. We're not going, we're not throwing out everything, but it also just helps you get in touch with your body and find new pleasure points that you may not have experienced with a toy. So Try try a couple of different things. Um, do the techniques that Lulu was saying. And yeah, hopefully you'll be on your way. But just as a disclaimer, we are not doctors, therapists, or lawyers. And we are not giving out health, mental health, or legal advice. So if you're having any type of issue related to those areas, please seek out professional care or guidance. Um, so, you know, we always recommend a therapist uh, or going to your doctor if you if you think you're having like a medical problem with it. Absolutely. All right, everyone. So that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer or a topic that you'd like to recommend, please email us at podcast at table.life or you can reach out to us on social media. We are Mindful Sex Ed Pod on Twitter and Mindful Sex Ed Podcast on Instagram. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there. Sharing is caring. And it's free. So please send this episode or any of our episodes to a friend. And lastly, check out all of the podcasts on Tickle Life and visit Tickle Life for all of your mindful sex ed needs. Goodbye, everyone. And we will see you next week. Bye. Happy holiday season. Bye.